BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right along with Laura Reynolds as she talks to the auto designers, creators, and makers about the automobiles we love as we go driving in heels. It's driving in heels. I'm Laura Reynolds, your host. And on this week's podcast, I talked directly to Ford General Manager Commercial Marketing, Raj Shakar, as he says the all-new fully electric F-150 Lightning Pro commercial vehicle has a power mega trunk in the front. Then I talked to Kia Product Strategy Manager Carnival, Joseph Choi. He says the 2022 Carnival is a segment buster. We'll explain. So let's get started with General Manager Commercial Marketing, Raj Sakar as he talks about the all-new fully electric F-150 Lightning Pro. I am so loving uh, the 2022 Carnival. I mean, you guys have really added more tech and you've, uh, you know, refreshed the outside. And Laura, shut up. Joseph, tell us more about it because this is cool. Yeah, so the all-new 2022 Kia Carnival MPV, we, we call it MPV, um, but it's really uh, just right off the bat, that's not something that we necessarily uh, were pushing on our own. When we tested the vehicle in research with customers over the last few years, a lot of them kept on saying, this is a vehicle that's like a segment buster. It's like a segment of one, and uh, it's not quite uh, you know, a van, it's not quite necessarily an SUV in that it can do more than SUVs can. So with all of these things combined, it's like kind of on its own island. And so uh, people described it as it can be different things for different people. And so what what is that then? Like we shouldn't just call it a van. Everyone's like, no, you would be pigeonholing it then. And that's not what you want to do. This is something special. So MPV, multi-purpose vehicle, that's what it came to be. And then also because like you were saying before, it's so advanced. It looks advanced just from the styling. It's like uh, something that's in uncharted waters. Like nobody's been able to achieve something like this before. And then when you throw in the actual package, all of the tech and features and all that, it's truly uh, at another level. So all the vans that you see elsewhere in the marketplace today, as well as in the past, this is kind of going a step further. And we thought with that, it uh, deserved a new name, a new identity along with that. So it's carrying the carnival name, which is uh, uh, consistent with what is the name in other markets around the world. So we're kind of getting back in line with that global kind of one message type of theme, but uh, that's really what uh, was driving uh, this ch- the change to the carnival MPV. 
Well, tell us, um, you mentioned how it's better and does different things than a minivan, and it's better and does different things than an SUV. What are those differences? Yeah, so uh, just right off the bat, like uh, you probably heard, it's got incredible space inside. So the dimensions are what they are. It's not necessarily the biggest vehicle ever, right? Uh, it's the biggest Kia, but uh, as far as the packaging efficiency, it's incredible because we have class-leading cargo, we have class-leading passenger room, and if you see like other competitors like Toyota, Sienna, they actually took seats out of the car. So on most of the trims, especially as you go up, you can only get in seven passenger configurations. So you're not really maximizing the true utility uh, that a van could offer, but the, the Carnival is kind of a no compromises type of vehicle. And then also uh, there, uh, we, we tested uh, different types of products in research before, not just uh, vans, but you know, a whole variety of electric vehicles, everything. And the thing is, there's already some uh, understanding amongst uh, you know, just regular consumers that vans have a lot of technology. That's, that's just the fact of the matter. They can do a lot that other cars can't. But this kind of takes things to the next level. When you think about like, look at the center display screen right off the bat, it is the 12.3 inch center display screen. We also have a dual screen setup that you can get with a digital cluster that's also 12.3 inches. A lot of people liken it to a Mercedes type of setup, but maybe even better than that. But it's not just screen size that that is uh, impressive. It's that it makes all the features that utilize the screen that much more valuable and they just pop that much more. So when you have the passenger view camera, which is the in-cabin uh, in camera in the ceiling that looks at the second and third rows, you can zoom, it has got night vision, all that. It's on a huge screen now. Whereas other competitors that have offered it may have it on a much tinier screen. And then things like the surround view monitor, a 360 camera, 360 degree camera that makes use of that all that utility space in that screen, now you really have no excuse <laughs> to not be able to mon uh, maneuver the car the way you need to. And then uh, it goes even further as some of the features like the parking collision avoidance assist reverse, where like I live in LA, I have tight parking spaces everywhere I go, but I like to back in because it's so hard to get out uh, when, when you need to go. But the car, when it gets close to an object or a wall or something like that, it'll automatically break if you're getting too close. So the car, it can see everything. It can sense a lot of things. Um, it's really a livable product, even as big as it is. So for all of these reasons, it's truly a special vehicle. And uh, it, it really takes things um, in a different direction than um, what vans in the past may have been able to accomplish. You know, uh, one of the first things that you touched upon, and this was the first thing that I noticed about the vehicle, was that, you know, with those lounge chairs, it, it just looks like you're, you're so comfortable and the kids will fit in there with their soccer cleats and all of their, you know, gear that gets in there and yet still be comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things... Um, and this is, I think, a testament to uh, how much we're paying attention. But if you look at the age distribution amongst van buyers, uh, they it's actually bimodal. It's got two humps. Going back to our math conversation before, we got two humps here. And then there's a big hump 
between around 30 to 50 years old. That makes sense because it's like family formative years. You have kids, start raising your family, grows, et cetera. And then you have another hump, like in your boomer years right now, it's like uh, 65 and up. And then there's a dip in the middle. And that's where you see a lot of more transitioning to SUVs, like three-row SUVs, et cetera. But the van, it is very important to these age groups, but for slightly different reasons. So when you think about the young group, that's like your core target. So they need their creature comfort, the, the, the uh, convenience features and so things that make their lives easier. But then at the top end, it's more about the creature comforts. Like these people may uh, are, are more likely to be empty nesters or more mature families. And they want all of the boxes checked. They want the, the premium audio, the Bose sound system. They want the dual sunroofs. They want the lounge chairs. And so when you think about those people, especially, they don't necessarily need the same utility as the younger families do. So they don't need to take out all the seats and have the maximum car. What they want is a vehicle that is versatile. They, they can use it to carry a lot of passengers if they need to, like, you know, in a jiffy. And then they can also use it to carry a lot of cargo, go out to the lake house, do these other things. And so all of these things are on the table for them in that SX Prestige package. That's not to say that a younger family couldn't buy that, which we've seen a lot of people gravitate towards that just because it's so it's so bougie. Like, you know, millennial, like who are the families today? The growing families are millennials. Millennials, they also like to show off to a degree. Um, at the very basic level, um, millennials grew up in the digital age. They grew up with smartphones, they grew up with computers, all these things, and they want technologies that make their lives easier, right? And so that's what the Carnival really delivers on is all of those things. Like you could take those features out and make the car cheaper if you wanted, like if people really just care about a cheaper price point. But if you understand the customer, it's like, no, 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 no. They want to, they want what they want and they're willing to pay for it, especially if you're in a case like the carnival where you're offering things that nobody else has at all. Forget vans, just in general, it's hard to find a lot of these things. And so we've thought about all that. So going back to those lounge chairs, yeah, the older customers, they absolutely love it. When we tested out the vehicle in front of older um, uh, clinic participants, they were like, oh my gosh, I can't, uh, I can't wait to sleep back there while I have my granddaughter drive me around or, or whatever, you know? And then also what, what's funny is uh, talking about things like, you know, entertainment systems and all that. A lot of people, they might think of like your yesteryear type of system that had a DV, just a, a DHS player or a DVD player or whatever. But this system or the, the technology that we have today, you can have streaming media, you can have device mirroring. So I can take this phone, sit in the third row and then play a, you know, a streaming service and then project it out onto the other screens. Now everyone's entertained all at the same time and it's really easy. And then uh, that, that's good for kids. That's also good for adults. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? And then uh, you, know, you, know, you hear people talk about like, oh, well, I can watch something on my phone. Your phone might be like a six inch screen, something like that. These screens are almost double that. They're like 12, uh, 10.1 inches. And so, you don't want to hold up the screen. Like I sat on a plane uh, recently, like holding the, uh, the phone in front of you the whole time. It gets tiring, right? You want something just holding it up like that. And there are things that do that, but 
My point is it's a system that makes your life easier. These customers want their lives to be easier, more convenient and all that. You don't want to have to remember the iPad every time you come out, stuff like that. So we've thought about all those things. We recognize who the buyers are, and this is how the packaging kind of shook out as a result of that. Well, I mean, everything that you've talked about, it's like, well, I want that. Well, I want that too. (laughs) So tell us the different trim levels that you have. Yeah, so uh, the idea was uh, first understanding the kind of greater consumer base that we're trying to target. Uh, We need to kind of make things sensible, break things down at different levels, different price points that uh, are reasonable and, you know, appealing for the different groups looking for different levels of equipment at different price points. And so uh, we really were trying to focus on the retail buyer. Who is that retail buyer today? Where do they kind of transact that? What types of things are important to them? Not necessarily just looking at other products that are successful today. We're trying to think about who these buyers are and where the trends are going. Let's get ahead of the trend. Just because somebody in, a, you know, in the marketplace is successful today doesn't mean they're going to be successful in a year, two, three, four, five. And so that's what we're thinking about. And when we did that, people told us like, oh, wow, this vehicle is really future-proofed. It's going to look good in five and 10 years. It's going to have technology that's going to last five, 10 years. So going back to your question, uh, starting right off the bat, it's like, what do you need? You need standard safety. That's like no brainer. You need the standard safety equipment. So we try to, you know, it's all about making things easy, easy for the marketing people, easy for the sales consultants, easy for the consumer to understand. It's when I'm getting into this car, this car is smart. It's doing a lot of thinking on its own. I don't need to think about it. <laughs> I just buy it and I'm good to go. And so the, that base level vehicle has that, those sensors, the Ford collision avoidance assist and, uh, you know, all of, all the things that you need, right? And then on top of that, we're taking things uh, a step further in that we have things like safe exit assist. So a lot of people talk about driving technologies, driving driver assistance technology, but something like safe exit assist is where the car is using the uh, equipment on the vehicle to detect around it. And so say you uh, are parallel parked on, on, a side, uh, on a street, right? I live in LA, right? There's a lot of street parking. And then there's always cars whizzing by. And then you have kids, maybe even elderly people in the second row or third row, they want to get out as soon as possible. So they're ready to just hop out of that car. You know, we've been on this trip, we want to get out. Um, but it's like, oh no, it's dangerous. There's a car coming. So the vehicle will uh, identify that and it will keep you safe instead of having you just jump out into traffic, that kind of thing. Um, you could argue that you shouldn't be exiting on the roadside <laughs> to begin with, but we know uh, the passengers, they're not always thinking there's a lot of things going on inside the car. There's a lot of excitement, a lot of people, et cetera. So the car does that. And then also we have the rear occupant alert with the ultrasonic sensor where it detects motion. It's not one of those door chime jingle cheap type of systems where it's always reminding you every time you open the door, this is actually doing a lot of the thinking, right? It's like, uh, God, God forbid you forget somebody back there, but if you do the vehicle is detecting that motion, uh, your poodle or whatever that's back there, it's going to be able to keep track of that. So we have that all standard. And then we have a seat package on top of that. That really is where you get all of your kind of base needs for your 
bigger families, right? You got your eight passenger seating, but that second row center seat can do a multitude of things. It's like a multifunctional seat. So it can slide all the way forward. If you have a child in that seat, the parents in the front row, like uh, the front passenger seat, can just turn to the side and be able to tend to their kids' needs if they're crying or complaining about something or whatever. Um, but th that seat can also slide backwards. So it's not even with the out, uh, outboard second row seats, which is interesting too, because when you talk to kids, kids love different seating configurability. Uh, they love different configurations because uh, it's exciting, it's new. And so, you know, it's almost like the throne seat. We've heard examples of kids where they, the family will just keep the third row seat down and then they'll have the second row seat slide all the way back. They're just like kind of sitting there on their own island by themselves. And it's not like you need those things, but it's the vehicles capable of, capable of offering you these things. And then, of course, at that same seat package level, you get the Syntex seat materials, so non-cloth. You'd have to go up thousands of dollars to get another vehicle, at least in the van market, that offers you non-cloth seating. So huge advantage there. Heated front seats in the front. We got the leather wrap uh, steering wheel, shift knob. Um, basically, we got everything that you need. <laughs> and then uh, going to the EX, which is our, our mid-trend, that's really the core. That's really the core of the retail space. When you think about those millennials, like I was talking about before, they grew up in the digital age. They're all about convenience technologies and all that. You get the passenger view camera. You get the adaptive cruise control system. You get that huge 12.3-inch display screen in the middle. Uh, you got that navigation-based uh, cruise control that can detect curvatures on the highway, things like that. It's just absolutely crazy. You got that rear seat voice recognition button that's in the ceiling uh, where the, the camera is and like the rear occupant alert sensors are. Just push that button and you can call out some voice commands from the second row and tell the car to do something for you. So it's pretty amazing. Like it's really good for all ages. And like I was saying, like it, uh, because it's a vehicle that works for different people at different life stages, what was also communicated to us is that this is a vehicle that can grow with your family or grow with you into different life stages. So I could be single, get married, start having kids. These are all different life stages, but I could still make use of this vehicle. It's still a great vehicle for me. Going up higher, the SX is like really where you get like starting the best, you start to get into the best looking vehicle type of uh, territory. And it has, uh, you know, all like the, everything that makes it look amazing. <laughs> it's got that, that front grill gets, uh, you know, it, it's more premium. You got these roof rails, you get these blacked out, wheels you get all that it's it's awesome um and so that's really uh you got the memory seat you got all of these things that take it to the next level the rear seat entertainment system is in there and then finally when you get to the top that's your sx prestige that's like your ultimate mpv that's for people that really uh cannot leave any stone unturned they have to check every box they want the dual uh, sunroofs they want that the 12.3 inch and 12.3 inch kind of dual screen, digital screen setup. They want the Bose sound system, all of these things. It's really over the top, the VIP lounge seats, of course, who can forget those uh, that are ventilated and cooled, which is crazy. And going back to that uh, button in the ceiling, that rear seat voice recognition, you can even do things like push 
the button and then tell it to turn on the heating or cooled seat functions in the second row. Not that you couldn't do it yourself. You had to push a button anyway, but, but why not? You know, so these are the types of things that you can do. And so as you can see, knowing the customer, it's about packaging it appropriately at the different levels. And that's what we hope we've achieved. And the sales results uh, seem to uh, reflect that uh, we were thinking in the right direction. So very happy about that. Well, Joseph, I think you may have sold a few uh, just in your descriptions alone. So I, you might as well tell us the MSRPs. Yeah, so uh, we try um, to keep things uh, pretty easy to follow along. So the, the base uh, MSRP for that base level, that LX, is $32,100. And then for that seat package, for just a couple grand more, you get all of those goodies that I was talking about before, like that multifunctional second row seat, the Syntex seat fabric. Like I said, you can't get non-cloth for thousands of dollars uh, higher uh, from competitors. You get the heated seats in the front. You got the leather steering wheel, the leather shift knob, all these things. And then up at EX is uh, $37,600, which is, to be honest with pretty smoking deal <laughs> for all the stuff that you're getting you're getting things that like really it's like where it came from the future <laughs> basically uh it came from the future um and i i i guarantee you there's probably going to be like case studies from other oems on this vehicle trying to think like how did they develop this <laughs> what happened where did kia come from in this market and then they're going to start trying to replicate the kind of success that we've had. Uh, going up at $41,100 is where you get the SX. Uh, that's where, uh, you know, the influencers and you, know, you get the style and the substance all together. That's where they want to uh, live. And then you get to the SX Prestige is at $46,100. Uh, if you think about all these price points, even that top end price point, if you do a head to head and uh, there's a very, uh, prestigious a publication that uh, did a head-to-head -head with the other uh, vans in, in the market right now. And we placed, you know, first, no, am, am I surprised? No, but, but, you know, part of it, if you think about it, look at these other top end uh, variants that uh, these other automakers are offering for their vans. And you can easily go up into the mid $50,000 range some can actually exceed it, <laughs> which is, uh, we're talking about 2021 model year vehicles for some of the competitors. We're at 2022. Generally, you get price increases with every model year as it is. We already have huge value advantages and we're a model year ahead. So imagine in a few years when, you know, competitors might have a refresh or we might have a refresh, all that. Think about if our car is this good, how much better it could get in a few years, and we're still going to keep things um, fresh. We're trying to obviously stay ahead of the curve, think about what future customers need and all that. So I think we're in a good spot right now, but if you're a customer, you definitely want to take advantage of these things. I cannot stop the organization from doing what the organization wants. <laughs> this is what we have on sale today. Seize the moment <laughs> and get it. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> That's awesome. That's what uh, my next question was going to be. Where are we at with the 22s? Are, are they on the lots? Are they on the trucks? Are they still on the ships? Where are we at? Um, well, that's a good question. It's almost a trick question because oh. they're on, it's on sale. It's on sale. Can you find them on the lots? That's the question because they're selling so quickly. It's so hot. Uh, no matter what trim you get, uh, uh, you're looking for, it's probably, you know, there's a chance that it's gone already at your local dealer. So you got, you really got to uh, step up your game. Um, and there's been such incredible demand for the upper trims, especially Uh, we're really blessed to see that happen. Um, you know, we, those that have been involved in this program, put a lot of work, a lot of time and effort in there. I've spent so much time thinking about this segment and this customer and this product. And, you know, we try to put a product, especially ones at the higher trim levels that we think that are people are going to respond to in the marketplace. But, you know, when it goes on sale, the proof is in the pudding. Is the market going to respond the way that you hope they do? And fortunately, they're responding very positively. It's a, it's almost a problem in that (laughs) it's selling too well. (laughs) It's too hot. So uh, yes, uh, it is on sale right now. Be on the lookout. um, You know, if you're, looking for a vehicle for your family or looking to grow a family or whatever in the future, this vehicle can, is future-proof. Like I said before, you can get it now or in the very near future and you don't have to worry about waiting. Uh, and like I said, it's, it's a, as good of a deal as it is now. Uh, I'm not trying to sell it. sound like I'm a salesperson. I'm not, I'm a product strategy manager, <laughs> but in reality, this it might be the, the best time to get the vehicle because, you know, the organization agreed to put it on sale at these prices with this content. You got to take advantage of that when you got the chance. Well, Joseph, congratulations. This is a great problem to have. And I'm glad to hear that uh, you and your team have been so successful. This is just awesome. We appreciate you being on the show today. This is I mean, I feel like I need to run out and go look for one. <laughs> you know, I tell everyone, uh, whether you uh, are in the market for this type of product, guess what? You're going to want to be in this product because I imagine I, I have no family, just, uh, you know, full disclosure, no family, I'm not married. So I had to learn a lot about these customers and these people and these target groups. But you know what millennials like myself do do a lot? We go into ride hailing uh, services a lot. We call up ride hailing, uh, uh, you know, organizations. We, we call up rides. This vehicle is the best vehicle to get picked up in. <laughs> you want to get picked up in this car. I want to go on as long of an Uber or Lyft ride as I can in an SX Prestige. I'm not going to lie. And there's data that shows this is also a bonus, but there's data as an organization, we study this, um, those who have better content in their vehicles get better tips by a wide margin. It's significant. So if you have a vehicle like this, where you have content that is unheard of, like you can't get this stuff in an Odyssey. So if you're thinking about ever entertaining driving for a ride hailing service, think about that. This vehicle 
you may think like, oh, I should get the cheaper version or not. It doesn't make a difference. No, it makes a huge difference. You, people want to pay out for those RSC uh, system, the recent entertainment system experience for the VIP lounge seat experience, all that. They will throw in a tip for you and you'll make more money. So, you know, I'm just talking about as somebody who's not necessarily an owner, but is more inclined to be a writer. And I'm excited. And I'm sure a lot of other people would be too. Thank you again to Raj Shakar for joining us. Make sure to subscribe to Driving in Heels to hear more manufacturer interviews every week. When we return, Kia Product Strategy Manager Carnival, Joseph Choi, says the 2022 Carnival is a segment buster. I'll tell you why as we talk to Kia next on Driving in Heels. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. Each week, Laura talks with auto manufacturers to keep you in the know about the latest and greatest in the cars, trucks, and SUVs you love to drive. Here's more Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. I'm Laura Reynolds, and you're listening to Driving in Heels. Kia Product Strategy Manager Carnival Joseph Choi says the 2022 Carnival is a favorite for two distinct age groups. And we'll find out why Kia is calling the Carnival a segment buster. Here's Joseph Choi. Well, I mean, all of the talk that has been going on about the F-150 Lightning, and now you're introducing the Lightning Pro. I mean, it can't get any better than this right now for Ford and for F-150. Well, it's uh, certainly a really exciting time. Uh, we were thrilled with the reveal of the F-150 Lightning last week. The response has been outstanding. And uh, 
from my perspective, being part of our commercial vehicle team and commercial business, uh, really looking forward to today where we got to extend and build on that news with the F-150 Lightning Pro. So from our perspective, an all-electric F-150 purpose-built for commercial customers. This is awesome. So tell us the difference between the Lightning and the Lightning Pro. Well, it really boils down to looking at what our commercial customers really need when they are considering going electric. So from the vehicle standpoint itself, it is more work-oriented and targeted, the vinyl interior, the vinyl floors, but with a setup with a standard 4x4 dual motor 426 horsepower drivetrain that delivers 230 miles of range. We think we've got a package that really fits the need for commercial customers. Gee, Raj, I wish you would have put some horsepower in that. <laughs> It'll be just enough. Well, the part that's my favorite actually is the 775 pound feet of torque. That'll be just enough to get you off the line. <laughs> Instant torque, pretty much. Oh, it absolutely is. And if you've had a chance to drive EVs, uh, it is a really thrilling experience. Um, the way that the vehicle can move with that torque is amazing. And if you think about the vehicle when it's loaded with payload, or if you're towing behind it, it can get a huge load moving without an issue. Well, let's talk about payload and towing. Tell us how much we can stack in the back and how much we can tow. Absolutely. So the standard base configuration uh, can be set up to haul 2,000 pounds of payload and towing is set at 5,000 pounds standard, but you can opt all the way up to 10,000 pounds with our extended range battery. So we've got a full range depending on what your needs are. Now, is this like the, the lightning, the regular lightning where you're going to have that extra trunk space? Oh, yes. So the power mega frunk. So the front trunk. And this is really about when we said we're going to take the F-150 electric. It wasn't just about dropping an electric drivetrain into the F-150. It was about reimagining the truck to make it as innovative and productive as possible. And so now with no motor in front of the cab, we're able to open up this huge space. So 14 cubic feet of space in this mega power front. It's lockable, it's watertight, it's lit, and it's got 410 volt outlets in it, a USB and a USC connector. Um, and so you can use it for all your tools, key equipment, and as a workstation. And what's also great about that is because that was the intent, the way that the hood has been designed and the grill has been designed, when it opens up, you've got bumper height access into that space. So really accessible. Perfect. I can see somebody like a contractor, somebody standing next to their vehicle and just being able to work away on their computer. Well, I'll tell you that uh, when we showed this uh, setup to commercial customers and truck customers, they were absolutely floored. They loved it um, because you hear it from truck customers all the time that you, you want lockable storage. And now you've got a tremendous amount of lockable storage with really easy access and a setup where you can use it in so many different ways. Um, and it's got a drain plug uh, as well. So if you want to use portions of it for some, you know, some wet storage, you can certainly do that and have no issues draining it out. 
Are, are you saying we can take that tailgating and make that trunk a cooler? I am saying there certainly may be some folks who decide that's a good use. <laughs> it sounds like you have taken um, everything you've heard from commercial customers and you said, no, okay, let's do it. Well, it was all about how we can make the truck as useful as possible. And then, you know, and that's also part of what is behind Pro Power on board. And now we're offering up to 9.6 kilowatts of power across the front, in the cab, and in the box. And with a range of, we have 11 outlets in total with that configuration. And so you can run the work site basically from your truck. And sometimes we get the question of, well, if I'm running my worksite off the truck, won't I potentially run out of battery? And isn't that a big issue? And so one, the truck is set up that if the power level drops to a certain reserve point, it'll shut those outlets down and it'll tell you um, so that you've got that safety mechanism in place. Also, fleet managers can set that reserve point where they're most comfortable. But more importantly, with the batteries that we have. So with our extended range battery, you can power a work site for full shifts for three days straight and drive back and forth to that work site before you need to recharge the battery. That is insane. I it, it's really impressive. It is. So what are some of the other things? Because I bet fleet managers are going, okay, how are you going to make my life easier? Tell me, Raj. Yeah, well, um, let me talk a little bit about a lot of the, I'll call it, concerns that fleet managers may have if they're thinking about going electric. So charging uh, is a big one. And we've looked at charging in the three key dimensions that fleet managers need to think about. So from the depot charging standpoint, if they're going to set up that way, we will work with them and help guide them in terms of what they need to put in place. And we offer a 48 amp connected charger that for the standard range battery, gets it recharged in 10 hours, so easily overnight. And for the extended range battery, it comes standard with an 80 amp connected charger. And that one gets it charged from 15 to 100% in eight hours. So again, easily overnight. Uh, and actually the same applies for companies who have their employees taking the trucks home and charging at home. They can get that 48 amp charger or that 80 amp charger, have it installed at home. And importantly, we offer e-telematics. And so now, and a full range of telematics solutions to really support this whole setup. So for an employee charging at home, there's seamless uh, reimbursement for the electricity that they're using at home. And the fleet, they don't have to turn in receipts or anything like that. It's all done automatically through the telematics system. And then the third space is public charging. And we have the largest public charging network in the US, so 63,000 charging points. And that also is set up through telematics to be completely seamless. So in a lot of cases, we've got plug-in charge where you just roll up to the charger, plug it in, it'll recognize a truck and all the billing will be done centrally back to the fleet manager. I think a lot of fleet managers are thinking, hmm, I'm going to get rid of my ulcers with the help of <laughs> <the> genetics. 
Well, you know what? We've tried to think of all the key elements that they need to be working through and working on. And not only when they're first making the decision to go electric, but when they're running an electric fleet. And we're trying to make that all as straightforward and easy as possible. Um, I'll give you another example of a really cool feature from my perspective. So with electric vehicles, you really want to precondition those vehicles in the morning before they head out. Because if you're in a hot climate like Texas, right? You want to get the vehicle nice and cool while it's still on the charger so that when you head out on the road, you can maximize all your range, you know, and not use a lot of it cooling down the truck. And so the fleet manager is actually able to set up that preconditioning centrally so that the truck is all cooled down and ready to go when their employee hops in in the morning. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Isn't that fantastic? Yes. I mean, I... (laughs) That is better than sliced bread. It really is. You're always getting it. And I assume it works opposite too uh, for heat in the winter. Yes, absolutely. So I'm up in Michigan. Obviously, we get some cold weather in the winter. And same idea. You get the vehicle all heated up while it's sitting on the charger. And so when the uh, when the worker hops in, it's ready to go. Come along with me, Raj. We're going to tailgate, okay? So tell me, this sounds like the perfect tailgating vehicle to take to um, a game. Well, you know what's great about it is that you can actually tailgate and front gate. So you're going to be able to do it on, on both sides, right? So you've still got your five and a half foot box in back. You've got the outlets back there as well. Plenty of room, but now you've got the whole front where you can set up a, another site right up front. So it's almost going 360. I love it. You can plug in your TV, you got the grill in front, you got the smoker going. Absolutely. And of course, you know, all of your electronics so that you got some music. (laughs) Yeah, not a problem there as well. And look, and when you're on the work site, it's the tools, it's the equipment, it's the laptops, it's, uh, you know, all the things that you really need to run. Okay, so what are some of the things that we can add to the pro that we haven't mentioned yet? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, and we tried to keep it fairly straightforward in terms of ease of ordering and what you and the decisions you need to make. So one I'll note, and one of the really exciting parts about the Pro, the starting MSRP is $39,974. So it's a fantastic, really accessible start point. And the intent there is that fleets can have a great low total cost of ownership right from day one. Um, And one of the key decisions they need to make is that I mentioned the standard range battery offers a targeted 230 miles of range, and they can decide to step up to the extended range battery if they would like, because that moves you up to 300 uh, miles of range. That also increases the power output. You then move up to 563 horsepower. Um, And so that's one key decision, and that moves the price point up to 49,000. 974. So that's a key decision up front. Uh, But then in terms of other equipment, it's the max trailer tow package, and we've got some really cool trailer tow tech. Uh, So people are familiar with the pro trailer backup assist that we've got on F-150, where you can steer the trailer with the controller in the vehicle. We now have a trailer hitch assist, which really makes the whole process of hitching up really easy. Basically, the truck controls the throttle, the steering, and the brake, gets you lined up perfectly. Uh, We're also offering onboard scales, a really neat innovation. The truck measures 
the load that you've put into the truck. So you can see how much you've put in and where you are relative to that 2000 pound payload limit. Oh, I like that so much. No guessing. No guessing. Ah. Exactly. Yeah. And you'll know. And, and we know this is a tricky one for truck customers when you're putting in loads and you don't always know exactly what kind of weight you've got in there and, and where you sit relative to that max. So let's talk wheels. Is it like the, the Lightning where you have choices between what, 18, 20, and 22s? Well, so the Pro is all on 18s. Okay. So it's a standard 18-inch alloy. I will say it's a great-looking 18-inch alloy. Um, but we don't offer a wide range of wheels on the Pro. Typically for our commercial customers, they just want a really solid wheel choice that works, right? And now, if they'd like, they can certainly step up to an XLT and then they can have options of 20-inch wheels and, and start to have a little more breath. We're just working here. We don't need to be pretty. Exactly. It's a although it's a great looking truck, even in pro trim, but you don't need you don't need to go fancy on the wheels. So what is some of the feedback that you're hearing? Uh, well, uh, a wide range of feedback. People love the mega power front, uh, like we talked about. It's really impressive uh, as they see it. They love pro power on board and the way that you can power the work sites. Um, and quite frankly, there's another dimension to it uh, where it can actually then provide power to your home or to your small business as well in the event of an outage. And so that set up uh, with our ADM connected station. I know that there were issues earlier this year in Texas, uh, right? When that was a big deal. And now this truck takes it to another level in terms of its capability there. You know, I was going to say, Raj, where were you when we were out of power for four days? Well, I, I saw all the YouTube videos of people with their new PowerBoost Hybrid F-150, leveraging those to power up uh, their houses. And that's a great solution, too. But uh, now with the all-electric, we'll be able to do it at a much higher output level. Uh, and same idea. You can power your house for about three days or longer, depending on how much power you're using. I love it. I won't have to, you know, run to a Starbucks to, uh, you know, get my phone charged, my iPad, my computer. Not at all. No more cooking on the grill when the power's out. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, but look, I think the telematic solutions, some of which we talked about, uh, are really catching uh, fleet customers' attention in particular. And certainly that starting price point uh, has generated a lot of excitement. It has. I mean, when you told me the price point, I really thought you were going to say about six to seven thousand higher than you did. We're hearing that a lot. And in a lot of cases, people are telling us I expected even much higher than that. So a lot of people who expected 50s and 60s kind of range. So uh, we're thrilled to be able to bring the vehicle at this level of price point. Uh, a big part of it is because we're leveraging the scale of F-150, which is tremendous. And we're able to leverage a lot of the, the common parts um, for sure. And, uh, and that's also what, you know, when we've put so much attention on ensuring this is built for tough, we're building on the backbone of a, a fantastic truck. And that's a, a big part of how we deliver and ensure that as we go electric, we're delivering a vehicle that'll meet all those same expectations. Well, you just made it easier to buy more than one. 
Well, we're happy to <laughs> offer as many as people would like. But, uh, but we do expect, uh, given the enthusiasm, we do expect that there's uh, the interest is likely to overwhelm the, uh, the supply. And so uh, we do have, we have two setups. We have a reservation site for retail customers where they can go and put in a reservation for the retail models. And then specifically for commercial, if they go to fleet.ford.com, we've got a registration site where they can register their information and their interest levels for the pro in particular. Well, you have got to be pushing that registration right now with the fact that, I mean, it's, it's exciting, it's new, and you're not going to have enough. Uh, well, it's, uh, we're looking forward to seeing the numbers, and uh, I'll get an update a little later tonight and see how we're doing for sure. Oh my gosh, really? So you, ha yeah, you haven't gotten any initial numbers. I know the initial numbers for the Lightning itself were just, they were mind-blowing. Mind They've been very, very strong. I know we did a release, I think, at the end of last week, already uh, cresting 44,000. And we'll see, uh, I'm sure the numbers climbed over the weekend as well. So uh, we'll see where we, uh, we continue to build there. That is crazy. You know, when I talked to you guys about the Lightning, it had only been um, open for eight hours and you'd already had 20,000 pre-orders. Yeah, very quickly. There was a lot of interest building. Boy, that is awesome. Well, Raj, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you're like, well, why hasn't Laura asked me this? It's the most important question. Well, you know, I think we got to talk about uh, a lot of the great aspects of the, uh, the Lightning and the Lightning Pro. So uh, nothing more that I'd add at this point. So I think you may have sold a few, Raj. Uh, well, I appreciate the opportunity to be on with you and, uh, and to share a little bit about what we're so excited uh, for this truck. Any hints you want to tease us with what's coming next? <laughs> uh, I'll keep it to the lightning for today, uh, but uh, no doubt uh, we're continuing to work on all kinds of exciting things. And, and look, in the commercial space, uh, a lot more news to come about uh, how we're continuing to develop more and more solutions for our commercial customers. And we're thrilled to really be diving into electric with the e-transit and now the F-150 Lightning Pro, and we're building out our telematics and connected services and really a whole spectrum of services. So there'll be more news coming in the near future. So uh, a lot more to look forward to. Well, that just means I'm putting you on my calendar, Raj. I'm going to check in again. I'll be happy to be back. <laughs> well, terrific. Well, Raj, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure, and thank you for having me. Thank you again to Joseph Choi for joining us. Make sure to subscribe to Driving in Heels to hear more manufacturer interviews. Every week, I talk directly to the manufacturers to get you the latest information about vehicles you're interested in. No opinions, just straight facts from the automakers themselves. I'm your host, Laura Reynolds, and that wraps up this week's Driving in Heels. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Driving in Heels. There'll be more next week when Laura Reynolds talks directly to the manufacturers manufacturers about the cars you love and the cars you want to know more about on Driving in Heels. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.